What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Situationship Goals podcast. I'm your host, Rafaro, and today we got a host. No, not a host, a guest. So we're gonna hop. <laughs> we're gonna hop right into it. But first, of course, a couple of church announcements. Make sure to subscribe, uh, rate, review this podcast, and also check out a YouTube video I dropped on my channel. I'll link all the details below in the description box. Um, but yeah, let's hop right into it. So hi, everyone. I am so excited to have this guest on the podcast, friend of the show. He was actually my first guest on the podcast, like ever. So I'm super mm-hmm. excited. I didn't even prepare for this. Well, not that I prepare as you guys evidently hear. Um, but I didn't even prepare because I was like, Tabani, just be bringing the heat. So I don't even need to do much. It's just going to do it's just going to work out itself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, anyway how are you though it's been so long uh, too long i feel like it's like a, a double up it's like a catch-up and, <laughs> and no episode. seriously like i have not spoken to you well that's that's a lie let me i have not caught up with you on like mm. what's been going on in your life uh, covid <laughs> the, the For old real. covid have you have you heard about that thing Actually, no. In the good. U.S. here, we haven't heard about that. We just, you know, <laughs> we, we don't know. We don't know who she is. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, I don't know. This year has honestly been crazy. And I think, like, everyone's been saying that, and then it gets crazier. So I feel like we should all mm. stop saying that. <laughs> just My, to surprise ourselves. No, seriously, just to surprise ourselves. My manager was like, man, I just hope it's, like, it, we can get to 2021 already and i was like don't say that because you don't know what 2021 has in store for us what if it's worse right yeah. i had this year envisioned as the year you know no, when, no, like, new year's hits and you're like ah, new year new me and you know what the funny thing is everyone almost had the same plans of traveling like everyone i see on twitter was like man this was the year like i had planned to travel and i was like same and then we were all told mm, <laughs> nope sit down that's it sit down but i also man. i also don't trust because it's like the perfect excuse not to travel it's like, oh you know, yeah that trip you'd planned with the homies that was like supposed to happen and then suddenly you're like oh well COVID. We're, we're globally locked down like i had booked the flights i was like i was ready to go but man that, you know can't make it and Meanwhile, i was actually was no intention no intention at all i was actually gearing up to try and go somewhere by myself which i'm such a scaredy cat if anyone i know people might think that i'm not i'm such a scaredy cat i do not like to go places by myself i'm like literally anxious just in brooklyn because by the way there's been like three shootings in the in the like four weeks that i've been here and Jesus. I was and I was telling my coworkers and they were like, oh, that's not a big deal. And I was like, mm, I grew up in Zimbabwe, fairly safe. <laughs> You're like shooting. <laughs> right. And then Austin, where I lived for like eight years, is like one of the safest places in the States, actually. Like there's very, very, very low crime. And then when I moved hmm. to New York for the first four months, I was in Tribeca, of which, you know, Tribeca's Tribeca. <laughs> so, You're doing it. <laughs> So now I'm in Brooklyn. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Now I just envision bullets coming through the window and just going through my forehead. And it's it's very irrational. 
but it's so <laughs> it's so crazy here. I'm like, oh my goodness, is it the heat? Are people upset because it's hot? What's going on? Mm. Mm-mm. Now, nah, but. That's the- that's the authentic American experience. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. <laughs> not that Zimbabwean <laughs> safe stuff that we're going through. I mean, and that's not even safe, right? Because they're, they're, you know, going through things right now, like a civil war. Everyone, please <laughs> pray for Zimbabwe because eesh, I, I don't even think prayers at this point. I mean, of at course. At this point. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we, and it, it's it's sad to say, but I, I think we are going to end up in like a civil war or something. Like it's it's going to get there because slowly mm. but surely, every time something happens, right? People people set out. Like people are like, you know, we're sick and tired of this. We're going to go protest. They protest the first time, mm. and then it's like, mm, all right, like oh, we're kind of tired. Not tired, yeah. but like it, nothing's going to happen. Then the second time, they come with more fire, and then like nothing happens. And then the third time. The military's like, all right, y'all thought y'all was doing something. Y'all got us looked up. We about to shut this shit down (laughs) expeditiously. And they did. But now I feel like we're going to need, I think we're going to need intervention. There's no way we could, Zimbabwean people can do it by themselves. But that's the thing. It's like, what does intervention look like? And like, I don't who, know who's intervening and who's who's authorized to intervene. That was a, that was my main thing that I was thinking about all like, not all weekend, but last week I was like, wait, we're asking for intervention, but who truly has authority to come in and say, you guys aren't doing things properly? Like you need to dip. Like I don't know because Zimbabweans were Zimbabwe is placed on sanctions anyway, right? Isn't that the whole, yeah. Isn't the whole point to say we don't want you guys as part of our organizations because of the way you do things? <laughs> so now, how can those same people come in and say, like, you need to We're come here. out of power? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's politics is so childish when you like think about it. When you reduce it to like its core elements, it's like <laughs> so We're not going to play with you until mm-hmm. you <laughs> do something different. <laughs> No, Trump, Trump has shown us that how childish it is because the way right. in which he operates is actually the way humans operate. We just expect better because he's a leader. Like, for example, mm. the whole John Lewis thing when he was asked if he knew him and he was like, I didn't really know him. Mans didn't come to my inauguration. So I don't have <laughs> much to say. And I was like, wait, what? And that's, so that's your <laughs> no seriously and so people were like ah that wasn't like presidential like of which i thought people voted for trump because he was not a typical president first of all but mm-hmm. second of all you tabani think of the people who you don't really rock with if people ask you can you speak on that person are you really going to go out of your way to speak? No, no, no. On a very basic level. I'm not saying what he did was right, but it's like, on a human level, makes sense. On a presidential level, hey, no, you can't do that. You can't even. You, you can't do that. Yeah. I did want to ask you your thoughts on uh, Black is King. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm going <laughs> to title this episode WAP is King because... <laughs> Because WAP is, WAP is queen. <laughs> because oh, that would... <laughs> no. I play Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> because those are like the two like 
productions that have like come out i guess and i i mean let me actually let me let you speak first on black is king because i feel like Mm. you know people have their own opinions and i saw some people saying that you know beyonce is not worthy to be speaking on this or doing a project on this because she's Mm. not african and i was like I saw quite a few African artists in there, but that's just me. But I mean, what did you think of it? I I haven't seen it yet. First of what? all, what so disclaim? Do you know, let me tell you, I don't really fuck with Beyonce. No, 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 no. But it's not. First of all, what does that even mean? First of all, I think the episode is about to just end. I think the episode should end now. <laughs> She's great and all. But? <laughs> but Solange is where it's Oh, out. no, no, no. Yeah, but it, you don't have to pick either. You could have both. That's the... <laughs> you could have, have both. both. <laughs> <laughs> There's no picking necessary. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. While, while disclaiming that I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, my what I can say is that I question kind of the... the... the equity that will be returned to Africa. Okay. It's like and, and also and also using Africa, it's like we're we're not just like Africa is made up of how many countries, how many different languages, how many different tribes. Like you can't reduce it to Africa. And I feel like that's what happens a lot with particularly um, American artists is you know this idea of the the monolithic Africa that's just like one thing represented by by the title of Africa. And it's like we're so much more than you know, we can't be generalized into one whole Africa. Yeah. So there's that aspect. And and also it comes with the with the representation. That's like who who are you saying is Africa now like which which parts of Africa are you drawing from which culture which African cultures specifically are you like pulling your your vibe from and how are you giving back to them like what well, are you contribute so I think quote unquote appropriation <laughs> right but I think like I think I think it doesn't fall into appropriation so for me personally Black Panther to me was appropriation because that that was putting africa into this make-believe wakanda and say and then the accents Mm. were terrible and then these people (laughs) were residing i mean these people residing in a space that like i don't know it just i don't know there was just some issues but i think when they explained it they said you know what we were trying to show that multiple when we all come together um damn what what's the word called do you know when nations come together freak 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 what is that term um but like african nations what is it called i can't remember but there's a term for it where if we all come together Mm. and we would be powerful together and they said that's what wakanda was trying to represent now the accents were really terrible Mm. they should have really done a, a better job at that and i feel like only the africans did not appreciate those efforts yes because they were really bad <laughs> but 
I think with Beyonce's <laughs> thing, you can actually tell, like, and I watched it twice um, because I'm also, I, I watch things for different, for different satisfaction. I watch them for creativity more than like, oh, the messaging behind. Mm. No, I just actually was very intrigued by the amount of work that she put in to put this together. Um, same with WAP, which we will discuss in a bit. But um, <laughs> I think she did a great job, first of all, by having these people, these artists, these African artists on different songs. So it's not like she put an African, mm. a South African artist with a Nigerian artist on the same song. So if you listen to the album and even watch yeah. the movie, you can tell, oh, this is like Nigerian music. And I'm even generalizing to say Nigerian mm. music because I know there's different types. But you can tell the difference between that and like the South African music. And I can, we can rep- recognize South African music better because, you know, we're right there. Yeah. And it's exactly. Yeah. And so you can tell the difference. Like you really can. And I guess the question would be yes. So what part of that equity is shared? to those artists, to Africa, whatever. And also someone was, someone was tweeting that Disney Plus isn't available in Africa, which I was like, Iowa, you can't do that. You can't, that's where the issues lie. Like certain issues like that, it's like, all right, let's take a step back. That, 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 that makes no sense. That let's makes no sense. It's like, you, can't, hmm. you can't attribute something to some people and then not have it available to them. But also that's not a Beyonce. To them. exactly. I don't know if that's a Beyonce problem or if that's that was for her to figure that out before signing with Disney Plus. Mm. And th- that's where it gets difficult. Like it's the the commercialization of a culture, in a sense. Because it's but like, it's also a part of her. She, the, the problem is that people are saying it's also a part of her culture. Like it's her heritage too. Mm. It yeah. is, and it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, we got. Take mm-hmm. that away from it. Um, and it's like the... You get... You kind of get caught up in, like, the Beyonce as the artist and Beyonce as, like, the the business woman. Yes. It's like these creative... You can make all these creative choices, but then a lot of the commercial choices are now, like, out of your hands. It's like you're not... We don't know if Beyonce is the one like closing. It's the... her production company. <laughs> the, yeah. And I, I don't know if she has, but like she... you said, we don't know if she has authority to say, uh, no, it should not mm. go on Disney because it's not available in Africa. It should actually go on Netflix, which I think is even different for Africans than for yeah. US. So the, I think there's a lot of factors, mm. but at the end of the day, I, I, I can understand both sides. I can understand. Afghans being like, it doesn't make sense to attribute this to us and we can't even watch it. Like, <laughs> we ain't even yeah, seen like it. We <laughs> mm, don't know. We, we've seen clips on Twitter, but that's about it. But I mean, besides that, I think on just like, um, I don't know if I can call it appropriation, but I think on a creativity level, like I, I, I did really enjoy it. In fact, when I started watching it, mm. I was watching... Lion King, and I didn't realize. I was like, when is Beyonce going to come in? And then, <laughs> like, 15 minutes later, I was like, oh, this is not it. This is Lion King. <laughs> of which I was thoroughly enjoying it, too. I was like, oh, my gosh, I should go back and watch Lion King. This was enjoyable. <laughs> oh, Lion King, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't bring it. Are you going to slander everything today? What is going on? 
<laughs> is everything okay in your life? <laughs> I'm just super critical these days. Obviously, <laughs> as an artist himself, and we will also get into that because mm. yes, we we need we need we need to see this these visuals, Tamani, and you are depriving us all of seeing your your poetry. Yeah. Ish, yeah. Ish, once I feel like once we're open again, which is when. Like, in stage four lockdown, so um, 2020, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I think they uh, we're tentatively going back to work in well to the office 2021. And I was like, mm. damn, I'm never gonna see you guys again. I told my manager, I said, just FYI, I'm not coming into the office five times a week. I mean, five times a yeah, five times a week ever again. I was like, it's not possible, I'm too complacent. And he was like, you know what, you're right. He was like, it should get to a point where, like, if you wake up and it's, like, pouring rain outside, you should be like, I don't know, I'm working from home today. And I was like, oh, you're I'm on board? Good. I will, I'm going to remember that. Because I am not going back to the office five times a week. Like, mm-mm. Mm. And that's one of the few positives that's, like, come out of this pandemic is, like, a lot of the, the structures that we believed to be <laughs> so solid and so, like, immutable are being shown to be like you know okay we could actually do things differently and it would and everything would be fine and everything would could be better no it could it could be way better i think the only the there's certain industries i'm sure like i guess even mine like trading like but it's it's the certain groups that probably work together in the office in a collaborative space some of us we don't need to be in each other's Mm. faces like ah (laughs) not even necessary email exactly email Mm -mm. but um no but moving on to cardi b and megan's uh video uh did you watch Mm. it because i guess that's the first question since you're not watching (laughs) stuff these days did i watch it i'm still watching it right now oh my oh yeah (laughs) in the background in the back of my (laughs) that's that's the the steam of oh my gosh so i'm guessing you did enjoy it of course you're a guy yes of course you enjoyed it i thought i thought it was really except what i don't understand the 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 displeasure with that like what was is it because it's kylie or what's the problem like what is. is the problem because it's kylie it's like Kylie, I feel like she doesn't really have a a rap sheet. It's like, what what do you do? Um, she's a businesswoman, but she's also friends with these two artists. I think she's friends with Cardi mm. because I think I think Cardi is friends with the Kardashians. I want to say I saw some party that she was invited to. And I was like, Cardi with the Kardashians? Like, since when? So when that happened, I was like, oh, I'm not surprised. Like, wouldn't you, if I, if I blew up and I had a video, wouldn't I just want Tabani in it? Now people are asking, but why did you have to do Tabani? Why couldn't you get Chris Brown? Because I like Tabani, obviously. <laughs> exactly, because that's my boy. Okay. From that sense, and, then. And I also, I think, sense. like, they knew people were going to talk about it. Hmm. Yeah, it's that's it's a clever mm-hmm. idea. Like it's definitely 
it 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 had the intent exactly and she also had mentioned too which is funny she had said um they were they, like the budget they were there were so many other people that they wanted to get but the budget was like low and i'm like yeah because you blew it all on kylie like kylie was probably expensive <laughs> as hell which is why she got the cameo um but also because hmm. people are like oh you should have replaced her with saweetie um that would have been like a better like person to walk and i'm like yeah but we could all play that you should have replaced with you could have done beyonce rihanna Nicki minaj there's a list, there's a list. <laughs> that video would have been fire just add in beyonce rihanna Nicki hmm. minaj even nobody exactly so <laughs> no seriously i thought it was actually more random to have these people in there because they were hmm. they were on for such a short period of time I was like, uh, okay. Yep. Like, some of the people I didn't even know who they were. I was like, wait, who was that? Wait, wait. Then they then they got off the screen. I was like, oh, I didn't even see you. Who was that? I didn't even see you. Yeah. Like, what was that? And then obviously think pieces about oh, this is setting women back. Um, what are little girls uh, gonna see? And I'm like, ah, this conversation again. It's, <sighs> you know. <laughs> it's it's tired it's so tired and the thing is we were just literally just listening to two chains and rick ross and two chains and rick Mm. ross had strippers in the in the versus battle throwing this money and now Mm. yeah maybe i mean cardi and meg were dressed yeah well i guess they were dressed very provocatively they're dressed very similar to those same strippers. And now you want to write think pieces, but you were enjoying when 2 Chains was throwing this money. When 2 Chains was like, it's such a double standard. Like, and if you, more so in the music industry. Yeah. Like, it's, it's absurd. And if you don't agree with it because you're scared that there's going to be influence on your children, how about you raise your own children? And you take the right. iPads and the phones away so they're not constantly watching these things like and get influenced by them people are being lazy <laughs> that's that's what's happening some lazy ass parents. no very lazy and also twitter is not the forum for that yeah. it's not the forum for these think pieces we don't we, we're gonna catch your one tweet that take it out of context and then you're gonna be upset that we took it out of, of course we took it out of context like did you hear what you said we're not gonna read the other 10 tweets and then you can Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i don't know I quite, I thought it was a good, I actually, the only issue I had with the video is that, um, I know it was Photoshop, but like, there's something about, like, if you remember Missy Elliott's, uh, music videos, you knew they were Photoshopped, Mm. but it didn't, it didn't look as Photoshopped. Like, you could have believed that in that, um, Get Your Freak On, that Missy swallowed that saliva. Because of how right, the, because of how they did it, but with my only yeah. problem. But mm-hmm. you no, know, I think that's just a like uh, a viewer, like an audience issue. We're too we're too used to seeing things that are now like too realistic. Oh, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like back back then. Oh, you're right. There wasn't like everything was basic, <laughs> but now because 
like super HD, like <laughs> everything is made to look hyper realistic. It's all Lion King. No, vibes. seriously, you're right because <laughs> I think I think you're right because because of the HD, I can literally spot out. I'm like, oh, they're not even in this house. I can tell. I, I actually wasn't even sure if the snakes were real until I saw a video of like behind mm. the scenes, and I was like, oh, they had real snakes because I was convinced. They yeah. didn't have anything <laughs> when they were shooting, and everything <laughs> was photoshopped in. No, seriously. No, look at the house. If you look at the house, it doesn't look believable. Mm. Yeah. I was like, damn, man. Like, I don't know why I'm so critical. And also, you know, sometimes when you're also a, a creative or an aspiring creative, um, you can spot these things out a little more than like the average person who's just like, mm. oh, Cardi's body looks good. Like, I'm like, uh-uh, that square in the back there <laughs> is not aligned. <laughs> like, who did the exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. No, but I, I thought it was good. I, I honestly, I actually thought the video was better than the song. Because mm. uh, I listened to the... Explicit version? The song yeah. first. The <laughs> I think there's now the explicit video out. I think I saw Cardi tweet that she was like, I'm gonna release it. Oh, um, there is? Um, I think so. I can't. Don't quote me. Because I think they would have to. Oh, actually, you know what? You're right. Because she said. Uh, I don't know. Because I feel like she would have to do the video again. Because they're lip syncing, remember? So you would have to do it. Mm, well, maybe yeah. they did it at that, that time. Because, you know, all you do is just at take time, multiple yeah. takes. That's all. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. disillusioned when I learned I that. know. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I thought people were grinding nonstop. Like, <laughs> get it all in one take. Three minutes is all it takes to record a music No, see, but now you can tell. You can tell when people are lip syncing. I'm like, ah, yeah. you're not even, like, breathing in. Like, I know you're not singing. That's not you. <laughs> But yep. I, I'm gonna watch it again after this now. Um, but you should definitely watch uh, uh, Black is King. I think you'll. I think you'll Black enjoy is it. King. I don't. I don't have Disney Plus. I'll give you my. Uh, I'll give you my login <laughs> because uh, I got it free with my Wi-Fi for a year. So you're more than welcome. Yes, man. <laughs> no, seriously. I always talk about how I I should really start like a group just for these subscriptions. There's no reason we should all be paying it for Netflix. Like, let's just one person. One person right? get the family plan. I'll get the family plan for Hulu. Someone else get the family plan for Disney Plus. We just share the login information. It makes no sense. And we all be entertained. It's like squad entertainment. And also, you're in you're in uh, Australia. We're not going to be watching Netflix at the same time. Like we're not. No. <laughs> so, and then you you just get enough screens or whatever logins. Ah, please. I don't know why we're hmm. all paying fifty dollars when we could be paying ten. It's ridiculous. Um, that's the scam. That's the scam. That's how they get us. That is how they get us, and they did get us. I don't know why people are. They got. <laughs> they us. got us. They got us good. Not me though. If I'm not watching anything on Hulu at that time, I'm disconnecting my Hulu. Bye. No, seriously, please. Who has time to be paying Hulu for fun? Nobody. Mm-hmm. For things you're not even watching. Right. Like, nah. I'm not doing that. I'm also frugal, so don't listen to me, guys. Pay for your Hulu, Netflix, Showtime. <laughs> And HBO. It's being prudent. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's call it that. Prudent. <laughs> um, another thing that was like really, that's really been on my mind lately. Um, I guess like obviously the therapy thing is like 
has been in the air for mm. a long time. But I was listening to Amanda Seals, and I know a lot of people don't really like her. Um, but she had this <laughs> clip where she was basically, and I'll insert the clip um, after this. My emotional intelligence journey has been in going to therapy, but also in applying affirmations and Reiki and boxing and really just deciding to allow myself to be more open with understanding why I respond to certain things a certain way. And the big breakthrough for me came in understanding that a lot of my emotional responses to things are not based on who I am at my core, but they're based on who I've had to become to protect my core. Um, but listening to that clip there, she basically was like talking about how, um, she has become the person, she has become a person, damn, I should have just played it, huh? She's become, she's (laughs) become this person who has built a character around the situation she's in. So she's had to become a certain person to be able to deal with the reality that she was living in. And now that she doesn't have that reality Mm. anymore, she needs to divorce from that persona or that character or that person she had designed herself to be, to be able to, you know, withstand those situations and become this new person with this, Mm. with, you know, this new reality. And I was like, damn, how many of us are basically have become these people because of what we had to go through. And now that we're not in those situations anymore, mm-hmm. we're still those people. We're still yeah. those people. Yeah. And I was like, damn. So a lot of, and I was like, you know what? Maybe that's me too. Like, because also when you come and I, and I, and I explained this to, to people who, you know, Americans all the time, that when you're an immigrant, it takes a different level of, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to call it sociopathic tendencies, but you, sh- you, you have to be able <laughs> to literally detach and go by yourself mm. somewhere where you don't know people. Um, and even if your siblings might follow later or whatever, at the end of the day, you can't just go home for the weekend. And if things happen, yes, your family can help or whatever from wherever they are but you don't have anyone on the ground and it takes a certain level Mm. of like having to be independent and also just detach emotionally because you don't have your emotional support support within Mm. reach. And, and, and they laugh at me because they think that's like a crazy thing to say. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, (laughs) No, no, no. I was like, I know my friends. It's right. It's, no, it's so it's literally survival. You have to do what you have to do out here to survive. And people will obviously ask you, like, oh, why can't you just go back? And I'm like, ah, but also have you Googled Zimbabwe? Ah. <laughs> like, do you know? Right. And do you think we don't want to go back? Do you think we just stay here because we just because we, we enjoy like it. it so much <laughs> that we just never want to go back? Like, no, there's obviously other things, you know, at play. Oh. But can you just talk on that if you can at all about like and if you've even realized it how you had to at some point be like i don't even have to be like that anymore like i'm in a better place or i'm in a different Mm. place i don't have to be 
that person I was six months ago when I was just trying to cope and, you know, tend to my inner child, which I hope everyone knows that they do. That's a different conversation. <laughs> hey, that's a whole, that that's a whole other podcast. Don't get me exactly. <laughs> we'll be here all that. But yeah, do you have that insight hey, or that moment? Totally. Like, I feel like, and it's, I feel like it's a, it's for me, it's a day-to-day thing rather than mm-hmm. a, a moment thing. It's like a, it's looking at the the situation of the day and how best to like for me i want to like reduce it down to effectiveness it's like what do i need to be the most effective version of myself it's like what tools Mm -hmm. do i need because it's like you pick up different tools based on those different situations and those different experiences Mm -hmm. you have but the different tools don't you know you can't you can't just switch it out it's like sometimes you need the drill sometimes you need mm-hmm. the hammer you can't just go with the, the whole way and keep smashing <laughs> everything mm. <laughs> um, so it's about knowing like what's the tool that i need and what's appropriate and what's healthy really it's like how can i do this in a in a healthy way i think that's always the the underpinning necessity is like to do things in a healthy way because I feel like and also with like the example of like migration and moving it's like you're always in that constant state of survival mm-hmm. well like speaking for myself personally, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. in that because I don't have that mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. you know of like knowing that okay this is home it's like I know Literally tomorrow, tomorrow. they could wake up and be like, oh, you know that. In the next hour, <laughs> the, they could barge into your <laughs> apartment and be like, ah, it's, it's yeah. a wrap. And be like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, we don't, we, we don't have that visa anymore. So No, seriously. <laughs> but how do you figure out what uh, you need? I try not to think too far into the future. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. It's like just going a day at a time. And I, I think that's why, like like I said just before, it's like I try to frame things in just the day. It's like, what do I need to do today? And how best can I kind of achieve that? How best can I approach mm-hmm. it? How can I be the version of myself that I need to be today? Um, but it's a difficult thing to to recognize and to like do the switch because I find a lot of the times it's like those those different personas that you kind of like learned to adopt they they were useful yeah. <laughs> in the time that adopted you, them that mm-hmm. you loved them it's like even if they were even if they were unhealthy even if they were self-defeating you know they they served to protect they served to you know comfort to do Mm -hmm. something yeah to comfort you they they served a purpose like you didn't just wake up and like i'm gonna just be someone yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like you adopted these things to serve a purpose and 
I feel like with me, it's like having to separate what the the purpose is. It's like having to clearly identify, okay, when I was like this, like why was I like that? And it's like once I know that purpose, when a situation arises that has kind of the similar elements and like the similar stimulus, I can be like, okay, is this an appropriate response to apply to this mm-hmm. situation? It's like, okay, this is a, a situation that induces fear. It's like this is this is how I act when I'm when I feel fear, when I feel scared. But is this the most effective way to manage this fearful Are situation? Are you comfortable giving us an example? And um I this hard off the top of the dome. <laughs> um, I think something simple is like um, deadlines. Mm-hmm. I I get super anxious around deadlines, and what I learned to do that was unhealthy is like um, procrastinate. <laughs> and <laughs> I feed I feed myself the story that like I work <laughs> better <laughs> under pressure, which is a complete lie. It's it's just it's a straight up life. There's no <laughs> ever in my life that ever <laughs> supported the argument that I work better under pressure. But it's something I still tell myself. Um, so a deadline comes up and I'm like, okay, procrastinate because remember, you work better <laughs> under pressure. <laughs> Which is a total lie. And it's now recognizing, like uh, the, the trick for me is like in the day to recognize that, okay, you know, that idea of like, what you're telling yourself yeah. is not true. That's, it's, it's funny oh. you mention that because um, I was actually talking about procrastination with one of my friends because she too procrastinates. And the thing is we procrastinate at work and like that's not good at all. But like I, <laughs> I'll have a deadline. Like I'll be, I'll be given a project um, and I'll have a deadline of let's just say what is today august i'll have a deadline of like end of september tamani i will start working on that project Mm. the last week of september and i'm like (laughs) rafaro you've literally had two months to do this item why and i'm like no but i feel like you know my best work comes out (laughs) and and I, i i like you're saying like there's no evidence and i feel like the more you tell yourself you work best under pressure the more you're actually creating a narrative and reiterating a narrative, that's not true. Mm, that's not, yeah. And like, even with that procrastination, there was a time where it was useful. Like there was a time where, you know, maybe I was actually physically and mentally burnt out and I needed to put this yeah. off <laughs> so I could rest <laughs> and come back to it later. You know, I needed to get that, like instant gratification of like um of rest and like not doing this urgent task it's like there's there's a time where it's like it's useful, it's useful mm-hmm. and there's a healthy way to do it but it's not applicable to like every single scenario where i feel that looming deadline <laughs> exactly and the thing is it, it like you say it is very useful when like when urgent things come up and you just have to get them done and you're like, Oh, I can't believe that I got this Mm. done in two days. Does this mean that I can get everything done in two days? 
<laughs> which is like no no girl like don't be giving yourself that kind of anxiety once in a while sure because you have to but yeah I don't know I think for me also it's like um there's certain things with um with the one thing I hate about therapy is that I feel like at the end of the day people kind of know what's what's wrong and most of the time they know why they acted mm. the way they're acting it's just fixing it that's the problem because you've been yeah. like i said like emphasizing and reiterating this narrative over and over again that it's so hard mm. to go back to maybe when you were five when this thing happened to you that basically created this character characteristic or this personality trait mm. for you to now go back to when you were five years old, when you had a blank slate and start from scratch. Like, I don't even know what that means. And I feel like a lot of people have issues with that because it's yeah. so hard to undo so many years of, um, I guess, perspective maybe and, and start again. Mm. And most of us were all all yeah. trying to do this therapy thing after the age of twenty five. So you're telling me after twenty years now I must change my whole life, like my, my whole life. life. Like, the only life I knew, the life that made me uh, get the friends that I have, get the job that I have, probably the career that I have. Like you want me to start over? That makes sense. Yeah. Like. Hmm. Oh yeah, and that's like, another thing is like the. It's. All the all that you have to unlearn has gotten you stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's not all been bad. There's served been... a purpose <laughs> at a time. It's served a purpose, and there's been benefit. It's like, if I change, will I lose all these benefits that I have gained? Oh it's yeah. Like trying to separate the unhealthy characteristic from like the good that it has given you in the past. It's like, if I stop doing this, maybe like. Maybe my friends, well, these friends I've accrued over the years, maybe they'll be like, I don't fuck with you anymore. You know, this job that I, I used these tactics and skills to mm-hmm. get, um, maybe I won't be able to do it as well anymore. Um, and I feel like for a lot of people, that's a, a big fear that holds them back is like the fear of change. It's like change is scary no matter what. It's like, one of those that needs to be kind of faced but then it's also you know with with growth it's like it's exponential yeah i think that's that's where people fall yeah. short and i think like i know myself personally like that's always a limiting factor cuz like i I'm, I'm a very like results oriented person like i i just want yeah. to see the result i don't want this process i just like give me tell me x <laughs> plus y and give me the z I best like, believe i don't take a complex <laughs> route where we have to do all these things over all these years like just give it to me now i <laughs> i literally asked the my therapist friends um about edmr which is i no emdr mm. eye movement i don't even know what the d means but it basically is like when they do therapy using the the movements of your eyes and mm. of like, I think your pupil or whatever. And they walk you through, it's almost like they put you on a train and 
you're going through a journey of let's just say when you were six years old when this thing happened to you and then when your eyes start like fluttering they know that there's something traumatic that's like being triggered within you and they'll stop you right there like mm. they'll stop the train ask you like okay what are you feeling what's exactly what's, what's going on like they talk you through that um and it's not like they give you ways to cope this is literally just you um going through that traumatic experience then once the train goes by you now will go through that journey again but it'll be rewritten in your brain so you'll go through an exercise where mm. they'll talk you through how it should have happened or what a healthy situation would have looked like and it kind of i don't want to say it tricks your brain but it basically i don't want to say it rewrites a story but i think it does something similar to that and i was like oh i need yeah. to do that i ain't got time to be talking through these <laughs> things then you go tell me go do this go get some sage and then the meditation item no no can we just fix this now i have things to do <laughs> right i have things to do and so i but obviously that's like a very expensive uh therapy session as you can tell um but i was like oh i would mm. so be down for that and so they actually went and got like licensed for it which i was like oh that's that's pretty dope unfortunately your friends cannot perform therapy yeah. on you that would have been such an advantage <laughs> right i'm like caleb who um will just run to my aid when i have a fever just give me some meds take my <laughs> blood pressure i cannot do that with my therapist friends <laughs> right your lawyer friends right. there for you your therapist exactly ah oh, yeah that would have been great but yeah i think I, that was just something on my that was just looming that has been looming because i'm like damn now i can like and i think the more you spot certain things like ah this is why i'm doing it yeah. the more you actually spot more things because mm. now you have a certain level of like a level a skill of being able to detect oh this is where this is coming from this is where and now you're coming up with all these things and it's like okay no let's take a step back i can't fix these things so i'd rather just not mm. know them all at the same time it's, it's too much and i think it's also healthy to take that step back because i feel like you can get you could get very lost in kind of fixing in the fixing of yourself like it can become overwhelmingly consuming like oh, it yeah. has to be done in in portionable sizes it's like if you try to take it all on that's where Crunching. you end up not actually achieving anything you're... because it's like you're juggling too many balls yeah Ugh. shaking my head we're going to end right there for this episode because me and Tabani did continue to talk about relationships, which of which that episode will air next week. Um, if you guys know anything about Tabani and his relationships, so interesting. And go back and revisit the first episode that he was on. I think it was literally episode two. He was my very first guest ever. Um, and just go touch up on that and just, you know, refresh. Uh, I thought that was a very, very good episode. And it's so interesting to, like, listen back to episodes you did. And then and then fast forward to now and you're like, oh, my gosh, I've grown so much. Or <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that laugh was really ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, 
uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And of course, as usual, subscribe, comment, review, rate, all that good stuff. And hopefully you will join us for part two next week where we will dive into relationships. Until next week, goodbye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If you have not gone to see my skincare routine on YouTube, please go and watch it. I am so intrigued, obviously, with media and entertainment. And I I tried something new. And I would love to hear you guys' feedback. Um, definitely drop me a comment. Of course, I'll respond. Because, you know, what else am I doing after work? But drop me a comment. I will definitely go and respond. But, yeah, let me know if you guys want more of that and what content you want. Um, and, yeah, catch you later. Bye. Where's the stop button?